Hey there, it's Nick. While Alan is on paternity leave, congrats, Alan, uh, join us in watching episodes from The Greatest Adventure, Stories from the Bible. It's the cartoon that Adam constantly references, was made by Hanna-Barbera, and has some surprising voice casting. This week, we're talking Samson and Delilah, which you can find on Amazon, Google Play, or YouTube for free. the King James Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before. My name is Nick. And my name is Adam. And forget all that because we're doing another cartoon. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alan is still uh, being a, a daddy. That sounds weird, but that's, I mean, it's what he's doing. And hopefully he will continue to be for the remainder of our series. But yes. And hopefully for the rest of his life. Like that sounds terrible yes. to not say. He but, will always be daddy. Yes. He'll be, be our daddy. Uh, but no, he's, uh, uh, baby's doing well. Mama's doing well. Daddy's doing well. Brother's doing well. Everybody's doing well, except for all of us who are screwed because the pandemic. Right. And <laughs> we're doing just okay because we had to watch a Bible cartoon about Samson and Delilah. And now Delilah. the title of this adds Delilah. I did like that they gave Delilah, although the storytelling does not put her in the best light. No. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Samson and Delilah. Interesting that it's titled Samson and Delilah because when I was asked at the beginning of the Samson episode, <laughs> what I knew about Samson, I said, and Delilah, I think that there's somebody named Delilah. Maybe the, uh, maybe the lion was named Delilah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, great. Uh, it's, it's, it's calling my name. Yeah. Um, Samson, the Bible battle bracket champion number one. Yes. So uh, this episode chronologically in the series doesn't seem to matter at this point, but maybe there will be some reveal at the beginning or end <laughs> when we get there. Sure. Um, uh, this was released in 1985. Oh, so this is earlier. This is earlier. I was going to actually ask because the animation's different. It is a little clunkier, right? Yes. Although it doesn't have the, if you heard our episode last week, I was very upset with eyebrow to hair color oh, changes. Right. This one, everybody's got, forgot to pay attention to that. Even color, I guess what, like there are the, their eyebrows match except for Margot, who's uh, <laughs> clearly uh, not a blonde. Oh, <laughs> um, so before we get into this last week, we yeah. talked about uh, what, what like movies or uh, cartoons and stuff your sub would, would pull in when, <laughs> when they had nothing to talk about in yes. class. So, I want to get into, so you primarily watched this during, at, at, at school. school. Correct. So you didn't have these on VHS at home. I didn't know. Okay. So, but. No, my dad was an avid, um, oh, sorry, I'll let you finish. Well, so you, you were also uh, not allowed to watch stuff at home? Oh, no, no, we could have. We just didn't have, like, we watched, <laughs> uh, my, we didn't, so my parents, uh, I think I've mentioned this before, were like. Uh, kind of quintessential bad Ventists. Okay. And so like, you know, we, uh, we once in a while had meat at like with hamburgers on the barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'd go out to dinner on Sabbath. Uh -huh. Um, but the, probably the biggest, not sin, but like the, where we like drifted is my, my dad's a like avid cinephile. Like we grew up on, and there were next to no restrictions. Mm -hmm. I know. I remember a few times, like we were, geez, like six five and like I was probably six, seven yeah. and a babysitter, uh, was, uh, over and asked what I wanted to watch, uh, a movie. And I was like, Oh, I want to, I want to watch dirty dancing because it was, <laughs> it was one of the ones that we had. And she was like, can you? And I was like, yeah, why, why wouldn't I? Uh -huh. And like, it, it was, that was kind of the first time I was like, Oh, this isn't normal that like parents. Oh, okay. Like for some reason I had the different, a uh, different impression for some reason. I remember, I thought maybe it was just like you didn't have cable or something. So yeah, we didn't have TV. Okay. Okay. That's what it was. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't for moral reasons. We moved and my dad called to get the cable connected. Um, because we, in where we live in Anacortes, uh, we can't actually get broadcast from the U S because of the way the town is structured with the landscape. It's all very interesting. It's very interesting. Um, I grew up watching Canadian Sesame street because that was right. the, you know, the broadcast that we got. Mm -hmm. Um, but so was, yeah, count. Exactly. <laughs> uh, like, so I can count to 10 in French. That's about, <laughs> Great. about it. So we had cable up until we moved when I was like 
probably around five or six. Okay. In that same time period. Uh, and then the black hole of television. Begins. Correct. My black hole of television. Uh, or so basically my dad called they, and they scheduled a time to come out and connect the cable. Didn't show. We called again. Didn't show. And this has been after this is about a month. And my parents had realized like, oh, we're actually spending more time with each other. My dad's not mm-hmm. just like coming home and flipping on the TV and just like interacting with the kids. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the bigger decision was my my parents were like, we're being better parents. And my dad wasn't like, this is almost like a Bible story in itself. Yeah, kind of. Or uh, addiction management. Sure. Or that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Kind of probably more. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like my dad used to was like very avid football watcher. So every Sunday he'd just be gone for half the day. Yeah. Um, And then he replaced that with working on projects. So to the in the time period that you did have television growing up. Right. What were the cartoons that you were latched on to? So I wasn't. So this is a, a weird thing. This is. I think this might be actually what you were referencing. My parents don't like cartoons. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, my Dirty mom, dancing, no problem. Correct. Cartoons so, off the table. I vaguely remember somebody in our church calling my parents European, which is just a hilarious. <laughs> and what they meant by that is sex and language, fine. Yeah. Violence, not okay. Okay. So, uh, and that was kind of the, mm-hmm. the breakdown. Uh, and so, like, they didn't care about whether people were using like language or we're talking about sex or showing sex, but violence my mom didn't like. And so my mom kind of was very, very anti like Tom and Jerry style slapstick, like beating people with an anvil. Yep. That was out. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, that was, that was, I think the bigger criticism. And then for some reason, my dad just doesn't like animation Uh (laughs) because like Disney movies, we would watch them, but he would just be like, I just don't like, Uh he was like not morally outraged, but like, aesthetically outraged sure, yeah, about yeah, animation. Yeah. This doesn't show the plight of the common man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, but also I think it was like, well, that's not photorealistic. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, Cause like we can't, we've tried to move him on like Pixar or huh. just like, Hey, you should watch it. It's a good story. And yeah. like, it's a, it is a bridge too far. He Interesting. Will not go there. So in that sense, I didn't watch any cartoons. I didn't watch cartoons. It wouldn't have mattered what the content was. Of sure. Them. Uh, but at home, like my dad was an avid, like he was one of the first people in his group that bought a VCR when they became on the market. Mm-hmm. Like, so we had this like massive bin of uh, VHS types that he'd recorded off of HBO. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cause when we had cable, yeah. we had the full fucking cable. <laughs> yeah. And so he, we had just, which was, it was also funny too, because it, some of them must not have been from HBO because like I missed massive chunks of movies uh, <laughs> because he'd forgotten to like, he tried to skip this commercials. Right, yeah. And so he would like yep. forget to turn the record back yep. on. Uh, and so it's, there are certain movies where uh, I've gone back to them later. It's like, Oh, there's a whole scene here that I didn't know yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, a whole, oh, so that's, I watch movies. Yeah. Uh, growing up. That uh, makes, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah. Given my, um, I was a cartoon kid, uh, like, you know, Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the classic yeah. shit, Nickelodeon shit, Ren and Stimpy, no problem. I ju- so Ren and Stimpy came out right about the time I stopped having te- television because okay. everybody was massive fans of Ren and Stimpy and I just didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. I also, for some reason, and this is going to make me sound younger than I am, but <laughs> I think it's just because I was watching cartoons longer. Sure. Um, I also have like a, a soft spot for like, um, the the Disney cartoons that were not on the Disney Channel because we didn't have that. It was like ABC, like Recess, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Pepper Ann, mm-hmm. um, that era, like of right around cartoon. when when Disney bought ABC and yeah. started like doing that cross. Yep, interesting. Um, that's my shit. Anyways, I was just curious. Yeah, so uh, like because we didn't have TV, the weird kind of like fallout of that was that I just watched everything. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and we had a you know like I. I there's a, it's kind of funny in Anacortes specifically. Um, there are several uh, reasonably famous people in town okay. that yeah. we're friends with. Yeah. And if you followed any of them, you've probably heard the bemoan, the loss of, uh, Island video, the video legendary store. place that, uh, never existed in my time. Right. Here. Also not really. It's, it's a video <laughs> rental place that wasn't blockbuster. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all but it I is. Think, I think people, I mean, I have, you know, growing up in the suburbs of Chicago, I have a very soft spot for, for blockbuster. Right. You know, like there's something about the, the video store. Oh, for sure. That, because like you were dependent, if it was like a Friday or Saturday, you were like locked into like any of the new releases 
had the potential of being gone. Right. You yes. know? And so like totally. your choice didn't come to like now it's like with it's it's kind of nuts that you can literally just watch whatever the fuck you want. But I would so I would literally scrap like go through couch cushions and like just scrounge into because I knew exactly with tax how much <laughs> a new release was and how much an old release uh, was. Yeah. And so depending on what I could find, it's like, okay, I gotta hit like, you know, 285 or whatever the <laughs> video rental was. And I'd ride my bike down yeah. and get a, a a movie. And yeah. so like every day, and we, I also lived a half hour from my high school or grade school too, for that matter. So like, I didn't, most of my friends, I didn't see mm-hmm. after in the afternoon. So like I would do my chores, scrounge for, for <laughs> coins, ride down, pick up a movie. And that was like most of my childhood. Well, I mean, it definitely sets you up as the, um, movie dork that I, I know you as, yeah, I mean, but like, you know, like not good movie dork. Like I'm well, not like a Kurosawa nut. No, but it's, it is incredible because like, <laughs> I know that like when I read off the credits of some of these voices, like you will know the things and I've never fucking heard of them. <laughs> you know, like I don't even know what it was last week. I referenced a movie called like 96 or something. Oh Yeah. What was it? It wasn't 69. It was, I think that, <laughs> <laughs> or was it, <laughs> but it was like a, a non Pixar, yeah. uh, oh, you know, like it was just nine, nine. Yeah. Sure. It's yeah, a, yeah. It's a like little hacky sacks. Right. Who knows that? Anyway. So here we are. We're talking about Samson. Yeah. A Bible cartoon that came out in 1985. 12, 12 minutes into the, into the episode, we're actually talking about the episode. Uh, um, and, uh, okay. So we're not going to go over. You, why are you listening to this episode if you've not listened to the other one? Not that we're doing this chronologically in any no. way, but you know, you got to get the setup. So yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not going to give you the setup of who all these people are, what they're doing. Correct. Also because we don't know and it is unclear. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It would be interesting at some point we might want to go back because there, there seems to be a story of how these got made that to my knowledge has not been told because <laughs> there's a lot of, I got a lot of questions. Yeah. That'll be our investigative spinoff series. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it'll be much more popular. Yes. Um, okay. So we start off with um, our protagonist, uh, Derek, who, um, who, who makes, uh, who mistakes a, a panther for, for a, a cricket. Yes. Um, yes. When, I do. <laughs> I did have thoughts about that. Yeah, keep going. And, and, and then it's agreed upon by the group that it's actually lions. Correct. Not, not a, a lion. Not a lion. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, they are strolling on a beach, yep. apparently with panthers. With panthers. Um, All those beach panthers. And again, just immediately from the outset, where are they going? <laughs> where did they come from? And like, they're because they're not really in a hurry until the cricket panther lion yeah, right. shows up. And then it's, few. there's a city. Right. <laughs> I mean, few. Yeah. Um, and they're looking for a place to, someplace safe. To stay for the night. Right. They've had a couple of rough nights out in the wilderness. And and, and off the go, like Moki already, like they start giving him like scoundrel shit. Yep. Yes. Like, Cause he's like, there's a, like a hundred of them coming after uh, us. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> by the way, did you notice that his accent slipped into, Oh, uh, I didn't into, so for parts of the episode, it was less middle Eastern and more like stereotypical, uh, Mexican Spanish. <laughs> Like, Gosh. like kind of uh speedy Gonzalez-y. Oh no, I didn't know. It was just, that. Like, it was doing this. And it's Ooh. like, God, man, like choose a racist yeah. uh, stereotype. <laughs> anyway. That's awful. So they get to this city and we get the city gate. Yep. Um, which is a nod to what I take as an inessential element of the story, <laughs> yes. but apparently is very prominent in this story. It's a, it's prominent in a, a, a couple of the stories that we've done, yes. right? The city gate. It's a thing. Um, but like, if you don't, if you were a kid watching this without the context of right. what the fuck that They're is. They're walking up to a door. Wh- why, you know, and there's like this scene of him, Samson slamming the door into the ground. <laughs> and then it just like freezes there. Like, yeah, like check it out. look at the city gate yeah. in the ground. And like, it, like I'm going to leave it up here as a symbol for all the people to see. Uh, like, and they might yeah. know. Like it was like it was like <laughs> really because I don't think that's what will happen. People are always like, "That's a there's a door there, right? Why is there a door on this hill?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> he also, did you see he put it in upside down? Yes. Okay, I'm yeah. glad that that. Um, so so we yeah we meet Samson. Uh, let's talk about how Samson looks. Uh, triangular, pretty weird, right? And also nine feet tall and gross facial hair. Oh horribly bad. One line yeah, it's drawn like, around his mouth. Think think of like. It's the like worst animated Fu Manchu, but it connects at the bottom as well. It's like somebody did the telescope joke to him, but he put the telescope <laughs> on his, his lips. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, 
but also it's a box because it's yeah right yeah it's pretty bad it's so good and his but his hair is also like only kind of shoulder length which if your hair not that impressive if your hair hadn't been cut for yeah how many years right 30 years yeah let's say 20 years say he's only 20 (laughs) hair would be longer than that yeah uh yeah it's not exactly like you don't first notice the hair no um whereas I mean, I, so when you were telling me the story of Samson for the first time, I was just picturing Brock Samson from Venture Brothers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Patrick Warburton. Right. Fucking perfect. Yes. Would have been a much better, (laughs) much better like image for him. So Samson is played by, um, Perry King. I didn't know the name. Um, so he's in, uh, the day after tomorrow. Okay. He's the president. Okay. Uh, he's in Mandingo. Okay. Uh, he's in the class of 1984. Do you know that one? I, I, I know of it. It was one. I, I think I can picture the VHS cover from like <laughs> sure. previously mentioned. Yeah. Very good. Uh, he's also in a movie called the divide, which I do not know. That's familiar. Uh, Perry King's middle name is Firestone. Oh, excellent. That's a fun fact. That's fantastic. Um, anyways, so, uh, the, the kids meet Samson, Samson, uh, like complaining about the Philistines. Yeah. It kind of, so here's the thing in Alan and my retelling. So uh, this, I think it might be where a lot of my kind of prejudice against the Philistines and like thinking is the big bad and all of these things. Yeah. And part of this is just me getting older and realizing that a lot of this political rah, rah, rah is, is bullshit and gray area at best. Yeah. But like, I think it's more when talking about the Israelites where you know, these people are just living their lives. It's been generations since the Israelites are there and they're just like touring through just genociding everybody. Yeah. Like the way that they talk about the Philistines is like horrible. Yeah. They're like, they are like, they are evil and horrible and terrible. Yeah. With no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Yep. With no evidence provided of that. Yeah. And so, so that night, uh, like the previous night that they meet him, he's like kicked the ass of a bunch of Philistines basically. Right. Yes. And so a handful of them at least. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and I did like that scene by the way, it's just like, we're like 30 guys just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, the, Derek is like, what's with the Philistines anyway. And Moki says, <laughs> you sure destroyed them last night. <laughs> Which is supposed to be like this. And I'm like, ah, like, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, and so it's the morning. They're going back through town. Samson's telling them things. Everyone loves Samson in town. Uh, yeah. He like Israelites kisses are a, like stoked with him. Yeah. He's kissing random women as he's walking through town. Correct. Also, <laughs> did you, are we going to talk about him helping the farmer? Oh, oh, uh, I would love to talk about <laughs> okay. that. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Because like in the middle of this, because ma- yeah. it's a parade, they walk in and like people are lining the streets, freaking out, kissing them, throwing like they're super excited. And then it randomly cuts to this farmer over uh, like with a and he's got like a big pile of hay in a uh, what do you call it? The like cart cart connected to a, 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 a oh, my God, oxen. Thank you. <laughs> wow. My, my brain's just like no longer working. And he just like goes, help. Yeah. Like one help. Uh-huh. And then everybody else is gone. Yep. And Samson just like toodles over to him, proceeds to grab. Like there are many things that he could do in this situation. We've, we've established he's very strong. <laughs> he could have unconnected the oxen, just pulled. Sure. What he chooses, because the oxen, by the way, is not stuck. It's the cart that's stuck. Yes. He chooses to grab the oxen by its horns mm-hmm. and pull to, to get this. And like all I'm going like. He's going to fucking either rip off the horn, break that that oxen's neck, or in some other way hurt the oxen and not affect the cart at all. Yes. Okay. I'm yeah. glad that this was a yeah totally. Um, uh, he didn't. By the way, he got it out. It's he fine. gets yes. Uh, the celebration continues. <laughs> um, Moki then gets into an altercation with an Aryan child. Correct. Who I'm pretty sure is voiced also by the guy who does Derek, just like pitching his voice up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's credited, so that would make a lot of sense. It just like it sounded similar inflections. Um, which made me uncomfortable. Yep. Um, because it was like targeted harassment. It was like he was like, You don't look like you're from around here, or whatever. Right. Oof. Right. Which also from the like the rules <laughs> that we've set up, yes, he does. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 Where the fuck are you from? Right. Aryan child. Why? <laughs> it's like, it's a weird, like just Austrian outpost in yep. the middle of. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we're paraded through. Okay. So throughout this, <laughs> this is not as linear as the Jonah story. No, the Jonah story has like, it's them and there's flashbacks to the biblical story. Right. And there's like this meta thing. I have a problem with this one because the meta is 
either not there or very complicated because parts of the story are seem to be happening while they're there. Correct. And then others are just kind of referenced as a thing that happened in the past. Especially near the end, there's a time jump that yep. I, we, we, well, I'm assuming we'll get to. But yeah, it doesn't. And this is what made me. I was actually wondering if this was a later episode because it seemed. Well, A, they got the, the hair and eyebrow <laughs> thing figured out. Yeah. Um, but like the storytelling seems more more complex it definitely seems more complex less of the like deus ex machina of just like and that's how this happened right um but also a little bit of that (laughs) a little bit of that and it doesn't really make sense like it it, (sighs) they are they are is whitewashing the right term here but they are like (laughs) glossing over some very intense like personal failings of of samson like he is can do no wrong. Although I will say the story they did, like they made him kind of like hoisted on his own petard, like kind of made his hubris be his enemy. Yeah. But also not really like everybody fucking loves him. And that priest especially is like, like he is the best thing that's totally. ever happened. And like, it's such a tragedy. And so right now, yeah. So we meet the priest, which is easily <laughs> one of my favorite characters yes! we've met so far because he has a thing that's on his head that looks like a thong and a butt, sometimes a molar and a mushroom and a mushroom. Like, what is this hat? It's lovely. Also, did you notice we'll get I mean, we'll get to it, but do you know there's a scene where you'll notice where he like does a full costume change? It's the same outfit just different colors and then they don't go anywhere and suddenly in the next scene he's back into his his purple <laughs> oh, and black, I think, like lavender one. I think I noticed he's this. He's brown. Um I think that that's supposed to be them on the roof during a sunset. So I think that the oh, because because Derek also looks weird. Yeah, okay. it's lighting, not so, the, like the yeah. way it, the way it looked to me is like well, he just put on his, his, his brown stupid <laughs> his costume clothes. and now yeah. went back to his purple stupid costume. Um, and so in this difficult uh, retelling of this Bible story, they they introduce a narrator. <laughs> they introduce, yeah, kind of this narrator that's this priest character. With the best voice. All the while, these kids are so amiable. Yeah. Everything is just like, let's go here. Okay. Right. You, sure. <laughs> Um, and by the way, can you do an impression of the guy's voice? Oh, I can't. It's kind of, nope, hold on. It's kind of like this. He kind of speaks like this. Kind of? Like, do you think that's also the guy who voiced Derek? <laughs> it's like, it's like, Derek, you've just got to do all of everybody. Yeah. Cause it's, it does, it can't be somebody's natural voice. Well, they pulled out all the stops with some of the voice acting that we'll get to in later episodes, but this one. Mm, nothing really remarkable yeah so maybe they were just you know shoring up the budget that could be um uh samson takes them onto a hillside where we're briefly introduced to this like smee like character who sets up the plot basically of the tale right um and uh more also what are they doing with the cave that they never go into very weird okay right uh, yeah, they Nothing. go to they go up to this hill and Samson's like hauling this giant ass rock away from this cave hole. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're at the cave. I don't know either. OK, um, and we never find out. No, because uh, Smee shows up. Smee shows up um, and they're kind of it seems like a like an overlook into like yeah. the Philistines camp area something. Yeah. Um, and we got a lot of these like good looking evil Philistines. <laughs> yeah, Lots yeah, of yeah. Magneto looking motherfuckers. <laughs> um yes there it's really good it's real good and and their voices are good because it's like the classic Mm, evil yes i got you think it's a little bit of an edge to it and a little snake like yeah um and uh we are immediately launched into the samson with the jawbone right well uh, so the smee basically says uh they told us they're gonna kill us if you don't if we don't tie you up yep and so samson goes along with it yep like wink wink nudge nudge you know, just don't kill me. Uh-huh. And so they do that. And then, yeah, it's like a thousand Philistines are marching him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I do like the, like the little asides were like, we're going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> this little just points. Yeah. And then, yeah, they do the, and I did, they did a really good job of showing violence with like zero blood yeah. and like maybe they died effects, but then like he just tells you that they died. Cause it's mostly like people like flying and bouncing. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Um, it's like the Star Wars thing of like, oh, yeah. is everybody just knocked out or dead? Right. Like, did, did that stormtrooper just die? Right. Or is he just unconscious? Right. There's it's it's a, a like life ambiguity uh-huh. is to, it's totally a thing. And it's, it's it feels like it's I mean, it's for children. They always do this for children. It's, yeah. it's such a weird thing. Like the problem is death, not the violence. You're right. Yeah. Which to a certain extent, like just teaches really bad. Like, oh, if you just hit them 90 percent, they'll be fine. Uh-huh. 
like that's that's okay but you know it's not the impulse it's not the right like the like the the you know like the the impulse to do violence that's the problem it's you know yeah whatever um so we get the jawbone scene uh with more of these like really wild looking horses yeah uh they've got this like crazed like manic expression i I love the animation of the horses in these things yeah it's really good um and then uh, he immediately goes to bragging about the jawbone. Like he's still carrying it around <laughs> yes! with him. <laughs> yes. He's like, like, I just beat the shit out of these but, guys with oh, this thing. Because um, uh, Margo, uh, Derek and Moki run back to the priest. Like the priest is going to be able to do anything. But they run back to the priest to tell him. Who apparently already knows this story. Right. That is it's currently happening. <laughs> and like they run up to him. And I don't know. It felt misogynistic. But Margo being like completely out of breath and not being able to tell the story. Oh, I did like. I don't know why I did not like it. I, I had a problem with it too. And I remember actually writing a note and then deleting it because I even writing the note, I it felt problematic to me. Yeah. Like, why am I noticing this? It's really uncomfortable. It's like, I was, I was going to say it was shot, but it's animated in a way that it's like looking up at her too. Yes. So she has this very unnatural expression of just like heaving over. Yes. You. And yeah. And, and I don't know, maybe it's like, cause Derek's not breathing heavy. Moki's not breathing heavy. So then maybe that's part of it. Like they're just showing like, oh, women, eh, am I right? They can't run for shit. Yeah. But like it's, it was weird. It felt well, weird. It, well, and that's not the last uh, feeling weird about how women oh. are portrayed in this no. at all. No. Um, uh, oh, but, uh, Samson then shows up. Samson shows like, up. Mid them going, there's a problem. We got to, yeah, he's like, just there. Oh, he's I, like, yeah, check it out. <laughs> just killed a bunch of people with this fucking thing. <laughs> Uh, lots of excitement again, lots of, um, let's go here. Sounds great. Let's go. Um, right. And this is when, uh, Derek twists his ankle. Well, hold on. Cause like the reason Derek twists his ankle, <laughs> they're like, it feels like they could have done this so naturally, but they decided to set up this entire <laughs> convention of Moki having to do laundry. Yeah. Right. For God knows what reason. Nope. But Moki's it cuts. They don't have packs or anything. No, but the next morning, like, and I don't know what they're washing because they're all wearing the clothes that they've been wearing. It seems like they're doing other people's laundry. Right. I have to go do this laundry for this woman. Right. (laughs) Apparently. So it cuts the next morning. Moki's doing laundry, complaining like, why do I have to do laundry? I'm just going to get dirty again. Yep. And uh, Derek then or or Samson comes and goes, hey, we're going to go somewhere. And they all go, "Okay." Uh, for a couple of days, for a couple of days, which I don't think he says until after. No, he doesn't say until after because that's what he's like, wait, what? And Derek gets up. And then walks into the bucket. Oh, right. Yes. That he can clearly see, but walks into the bucket and somehow twists his ankle. Yep. And he's like, <sighs> and it's just immediately like, <sighs> yeah, oh, oh, it's twisted. Yeah. And immediately the martyr complex of no, no, it's fine. You guys yeah, go, you go, you, you go. go, leave me here. Oh, oh, be fine. And then, and then, and then that's when they say like, well, we'll just be gone a couple, a couple of, of days. days. Right. And Margo, Margo at this point goes like. That seems good. Sure. I'll Fine. just go with this guy. I've like, I barely know. We have fucking nothing going on. Uh, this is when we also get the weird Derek and Moki conversation yeah. of like a little bit of locker room, like towel snapping. Or yes. Whatever. And then Derek says to Moki, I'll touch you up. Right. Right. Cause he, cause Moki goes like, would you uh, touch up my yeah. clothing with a little bit of an iron? Yeah. And that's when, yeah, it's like on no level is this good. Like, I'll touch you up. Right. Is. And Moki does like that. You know, like, like if he, he might as well have like pulled his shirt collar with his finger and done like a, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, it feels like they're trying to do some of the like standard gags and tropes of, uh, you know, like how they got out of the Jonah episode of like, right. But it doesn't work because everything else is so fucking serious. Yes. Like it's, it's like the one actor who didn't get the memo that this is a drama. And not a slapstick comedy. Yeah, that's why the like the jokes seem extra forced and just make it seems uncomfortable. Yeah. So again, story is not as clear cut as Jonah because now suddenly we are introduced to Delilah. Yep. That's where they've gone. That they're going to be a couple of days. Delilah has a nice like townhouse type. Looks like setup. super sweet. Yeah. Um. Uh. Delilah, voiced by Linda Pearl. Um. She was in uh, Mighty Joe Young. Oh, really? Um, she was in, here's a whole list of things that I do not, I've never even heard of. Excellent. Let's see how we've uh, heard of them. First Monday. Nope. Visiting hours. Nope. And the last days of Pompeii. That sounds kind of familiar, but I don't, um, I, mean, and, I just know what Pompeii is. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, introduced to, uh, Delilah, obviously a babe. Yeah. 
tiniest. Like, she's also wearing basically uh, like a. Uh, it's the I Dream of Genie thing. It's again. the I Dream of Genie. Yeah, it's yeah. like bare midriff. Yeah, like basically a bikini covering, and also like has like a six inch waist. Yep. Like just tiny. And this is when we start getting the appearance of these shadowy figures, which I actually oh. really like. Oh, thank you. Like as soon as that one, like, cause they go inside and like, she's and somebody sitting, comes out. It's so good. And makes like a weird beckoning finger. Or yes. Something. That Very good. I'm glad that you like that. Cause that was, it's the same style of animation that, um, Oh, Jonah. Jonah. The, yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, and so then we are introduced to the like convocation of evildoers. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Where there's, you get the, like, what I think of as, like, very cool, like, idols in the background. Oh, I know. Dagon, I think they call it. Yeah. Right? Um, and there's lots of, um, all of these characters have lots of facial hair. Yep. Lots of, like, um, what you would call, like, classic evil gesticulating, like, uh, lots of chin scratching and plodding. Yeah, in a weird way, like, to, to put, like, a modern face, like, think of Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> like they're all har- like different phases of Harvey yeah, Weinstein. Totally. Yeah. God. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we get, we get the whole setup of like Delilah's connection to these characters and like how, how they're going to trap. Right. Samson well, and like situation. they never, I, I like how they're dancing around that. She's having sex with him. Right. Like <laughs> yes. they're never like, cause like she's like, I've known him for years. I don't want to like, yeah, yeah, ruin right. my relationship with him. And then they basically, they make her look horrible, which I guess is kind of in the text and that like, they're like, we're going to give you, you know, a thousand gold pieces. Yeah. Or what is it? 1100 or whatever it was from each of us. The, but the way that they're like greasy about it. Totally. Like it, it felt really gross. It feels awful. She's also the only woman around. Yes. You know, and it's just like, yeah, it feels gross. Um, and it is. Yep. Uh, and then we pan to Derek. <laughs> Our Who's poor, fine now? Who, Who's apparently fine. Yeah. Um, And again, we're at this weird point in the storytelling where apparently the priest knows exactly the story and what's going to happen. Yeah, he's going, yeah, but what happened is this happened right now and this is happening and I'm getting it through my bulbous head thing. (laughs) I don't. It is weird. Does it feel a little bit like the guy's trying to do an Alan Rickman impression and failing miserably? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he would get him. Derek's doing Alan Rickman. Yeah. Um, and, and so Derek and the priest are having this casual conversation about weaknesses. Uh, (laughs) is it just America? Like the priest just like, cannot wait for somebody to ask him what Samson's weakness is. Like, he's just like, Oh, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. But tell me. Right, right, right. right. Tell you. Yeah. Uh, and, and in, in foreshadowing, they do this weird thing where, uh, Derek starts walking down the stairs and goes, Oh, these tapestries are beautiful. (laughs) And he just like strokes them. Yes. It's silk. (laughs) Um, yeah, it was so, it was, and by the way, this is the, 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 if you were paying attention earlier, this is the brown purple yes, yes. mix up thing Yes, during this time. You're right. Um, and so then, uh, yeah, so the priest knows exactly what the fuck's ha- going to happen. And so he, he then proceeds to give the whole background on Samson to right. Derek and we get the, uh, at least in these two episodes that we've talked about our first animated sterile woman. Yes. Uh, yeah. And they didn't say Baron. Sterile. Sterile. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> to, uh, not to like medically quibble, but those are two very different yeah, yeah. medical conditions. One might be temporary. Right. Sterility generally isn't like without some major. She's what you'd like to be in our current situation. Right. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Anyway. Just um, to- and the angel comes down. We get this, that cool animated effect that is a little similar to, um, like the title card. Yes. That like radiant. It's very cool. And also like apparently all angels just have like white hair. Yeah. Right. It it does look very much like a fantasy character. They look like, uh, uh, what's what the, what the fuck's the BG's guy's name? I fuck. What's his name? Uh, Barry Gibb, Barry Gibb, Barry Gibb, or, uh, Kenny Rogers from the back is what the, the angels (laughs) angel looks like to me. RIP. Yeah. Um, both. What? Both? No, just the Rogers. Maybe is it Hall? Oh, maybe or, both of them. Is it Hall or Oates that kind of looks like them as well? <laughs> Basically, that era of like guy with smoky aviators. Sure. <laughs> uh, so priest is explaining the backstory. Um, is alerted to this situation. He, get, the priest says at some point. He takes off his ring and he says, give Samson this ring. Yes. Then he'll know how serious I am. Right. Which adds this like, what level? The meta here is so complicated. Right. But it regardless, it gets foiled. 
it does get foiled. Also, this is when the Philistines come up and in their very and, uh, like, like snaky voices are like taxes. Right. Taxes. And it's like, I paid taxes last <laughs> month. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which I was kind of like, maybe it's a monthly tax. And also <laughs> uh, w- when they announce taxes, did yeah. you notice that the the score gets evil and louder? No. Yeah. It's really uh, good. It's really good. Well, look, it's neoconservatism already yeah. uh, like in play. Um, and this is when... I mean, this is obviously the best part of this whole fucking thing, right? 100%. Derek needs (laughs) sheets and wind. Yeah. And like, what I love is like, uh, he is like, I need the tapestries. He's like, okay, but for what? And I need those willow branches. Okay, but for what? And I need wind. Okay, you have a plan. Let's go with it. And they just start cutting their tapestries (laughs) down (laughs) and and like, yeah. But they just like, they did. He never ever says what he's doing. Nope. And they just like it. it he had to, once he asked for a third object, they were in on it. So I was going to save this question for the end, okay. but I feel like, do you think this seems so back to the future to me of like, they just put their trust into this kid who is not from this time. Right. But through him and this priest who may or may not be a part of this timeline as well, since he seems to know everything. Right. They know that they need to stop with the thing that's going to happen. That, that they don't know what is going to happen. Right. They do know that. Yeah, correct. Um, so Derek makes a hand glider as you do. Right. Which like he like I love this idea that like Derek makes a hand glider and then it doesn't show up for another several thousand years that nobody goes <laughs> like, hey, that guy flew. Uh huh. Right. You know, um, and although he does, yeah, I do like that. He like qualifies like you're going to fly out of here. He's like, it's more like gliding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. That's what you need to quibble about here. And not that you can build a hang glider. And so he does. And the the, the trip is really something. I will Derek say goes on that animation of the mountains. Well, it's like the um, squirrel suit, like GoPro vid. 100 like, percent. You know, threading the needle between the canyons. Uh, and then he he lands in a tree. Yep. And before he hits the ground, he says, he says, now that's hanging in there, (laughs) (laughs) which again is just like, not a good joke. Okay. Great. It's such a non funny joke. Like it's not bad. It's just dumb. Yeah. And so then we, we pin back to the, the evil that's going on in the Samson and Delilah situation, which do we want to cover this? I mean, we covered like, it's just, it does go to the things things where, yeah, he, and like, um, the, the thing I guess I want to talk about is that like, aside from the, uh, like story point betrayal moments here, right. the Samson and Delilah relationship is just such a like cringy relationship where you, like when you're in kind the room with the sides. couple that's arguing, but they like are extra like touch, like they love each other, but it's like, but what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Margo and Moki are just like right outside may or may not see things, but can definitely hear things. And at some point, yeah, they're not really part of the story. They're always just hanging out the window. At one point, Moki just says, well, this was kind of a nice day. Wasn't it right? What are you doing? You didn't leave the house. <laughs> I, Cause they, they are showing like outings that, that uh, Samson and Delilah go on, but Moki and Marco aren't there. Yeah. It's they're like the basically fucking- prisoners. Right. Uh, so in this in this uh, cringy relationship, at one point, um, so Delilah's constantly asking, you know, like, what is your weakness? You know, like, right. no, seriously, no, seriously. And at one point, Samson, I love this line. He just goes, I don't think this should be important between us. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally just so like, good. oh, man. I don't think there should be important between us. Like, you know, that couple. Yeah. Uh, so they go through all the things. She finally figures out it's the hair, uh, and goes ham on the haircut. Oh yeah. Like, I also like that they didn't make him bald. They made him like bald was like seven or eight tufts. But there are certain glimpses that you get where he kind of looks like Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. Yes. Uh, I mean, occasionally he does have like some peach fuzz, but but there's a, there's a Shaq vibe. And they did the thing that Alan was mentioning. Because in when Alan, we, I think when we, we did the, the initial episode, like Alan talks about how like, like he gets to get all like hulked out and Delilah like grabs his arm and he goes like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. They did that exactly. And this has got to be where Alan got that image from. Totally. Um, and uh, yeah, everybody ridicules him. The Philistines, this is their lucky day. They're just making fun of him. Oh, uh, and, and Derek shows up, but like kind of as this is going down. Right. Yes. Well, you can't stop a Bible story once it started. Correct. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, oh, so then 
we get this party scene, which I know you love. Oh my God. I'm in love with this party. scene. <laughs> um, so I, th- I can't tell if there's some reused footage or if it's just the same imagery, but like there's more weird wine waterboarding happening. Yep, there's of, wine waterboarding happening. Uh, uh, the fawn dancing. Yes. Oh my we get we get some grass skirts and the fawn <laughs> dancing. It's it's distinctly more pagan, but less like sexy, less sexy, more than the pagan. Jonah. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's kind of rad. I'm also with you, like the the gods. I'm way into the gods. So good. The yeah. statues and stuff are really nice. <laughs> like if they're trying to be menacing, I'm like, no, I would I would buy the, the I would buy the like fantasy island board game that has that god as like the like mm. fire blur, like the fantasy. What is it? Uh, Fireball Island. Fireball Island. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, the, I know the, the plastic. One you're talking about. It's like, like I would if that God was on the like animated commercial. Yeah. I would, that would have been a selling point for yeah. me. Um, and so it wraps up very quickly. Yes. Um, we get the pillar crashing scene. Oh, it's so good too. It's good. He kills a lot of people. Also, where were those people? Uh, like, they most of the people that were down falling. Ball. Right. Yeah. Because a. A lot of people fall mm-hmm. and there's a second story of party that be. we didn't get to see. Right. Um, but the people on top, the people on bottom, they're dead. Yes. I also like the, the, the death scene of Samson. Yes. The hand like Ugh. he is under the, the Parthenon. Yes. Like it's like completely under it. And like just his hand is sticking out from between two rocks. And it's like it yep. it extends. It it like yep. goes into a fist and then goes limp. Yep. And that's it. Yep. No coda nothing there is a bit of a coda they talk about how where he's buried okay right yes you're right you're they, right they go back to priest and i think i think they're doing that thing they did in the same thing in jonah where they read like two or three verses from the bible yes. and it feels very language it, it strange. feels very detached yes um but there is no i'll be i'll be interested to see how the other episodes attempt to wrap things up because there is no like the the meta narrative right s- stops existing correct i don't think we know what happens to derek moki and Margo, which I have a problem. Oh, no, no, we do because they come back. That's what happens. So that's what happens. The whole thing crumbles and then they theoretically walk back to the priest, but it takes years. Uh huh. Right. Oh, right. This yes. This is the weird time thing. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're because right. Because they get back to the priest and the priest is like, yes, this is what happened. They went, we, we unearthed his body. They, Haven't like, you heard? Yeah. They, we buried him with Somehow his the news got to me already. Right. Yeah. But this like, it, like months worth of stuff has happened. Right. In the day. <laughs> well, two days. It's like three days to get to Delilah's. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, like in the three days because they ran from Delilah's. They didn't run from the where Samson was, and like they get back there, and he tells him that the that of the Samson the thing that happened, thing. and like what were they? What were they just like fucking off in another adventure? Right. Who knows? Anyway, and we don't know where they're going. No, nothing happens. So my central complaint about this, aside <laughs> from the meta narrative not being as interesting, right. No foxes. That was like kind of my favorite, weirdest, most surreal part of they talk about the lion, which I'm glad about. I think they couldn't sell it like there's nothing good about the foxes. But what a fun thing to animate. 100 percent. But like then I think like I honestly believe like it was probably in like a first draft and it went to whatever advisory board that (laughs) paid for this. And they were like, yeah, we want Samson to be a hero. Right. Because they, they really do set him up as like this fallen hero and kind of like misunderstood, maybe a little brash, but still like a yeah, champion yeah. for God. Yeah. Which he's fucking not. He's a horrible human being. Totally. He's just an aggro like. And killed a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I have some reviews. Excellent. Um, is this from the, from the YouTube comments again? Yep. <laughs> Um, now the last one, the last one, uh, was kind of batshit. There was, there was one that stuck out that I read. Um, the first one, um, is, uh, and, and this goes to one of the like dumb morals of this story is that I don't agree with. Um, that's like, they really focus on all the men in the Bible were deceived by beautiful women. What a shame. (laughs) (laughs) What a shame. Yeah. What a shame. Oh, uh, it's just, it's, it's too bad that women are just harlots and and deceivers mm-hmm. you know this i mean to be fair i mean i know we haven't tr- covered creation but i'm assuming you know kind of bits and pieces yeah of yeah yeah right right there is a they set it up yeah i mean and i know that i, I mean it's not news that that like the judeo-christian arc is is pretty patriarchal yeah well, I mean, it's very patriarchal yeah but like there's a level of misogyny here that i it was brushed under the rug when i was in you know gr- when i was growing up but we're at a point now where in the next 20, 30 years. I don't know how the Christian church is going to deal with that. Like, how do you actively go? Everything in the Bible is 
painted women wrong. Well, and I know that there's a lot of stuff that's happened like just in our lifetimes. Sure. But even seeing these cartoons from 1985, it's like, I feel like if they made it now, they would tweak it a bit. Oh, quite a bit. I would. I mean, I I know that there's, we've got an Esther. I saw that that we can can watch Esther. Maybe uh, it'll be interesting to see how they handle uh, like a, like champion woman. I think that's our next, uh, that's our next. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, another, uh, comment. Um, my name is Delilah. Thanks dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Right. Oh no. Whoops. Whoops. That one is slow burn. It's funny. And then it's like, oh shit. Um, I, I, I kind of want to meet her. I like the idea that this like, person um, like is like, what what are the what's the etymology of my name? And like Googled this. Yeah. Found this video like, oh, what? Well, oh, fuck you. Great. <laughs> um, related. Different comment. My name is Samson. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> That's crazy. I even called my own dog Samson and change it because my grandma had a co-worker named Samson. <laughs> Yeah, totally. I had a dog named Samson. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> okay, we're, we have two really good ones here. Excellent. I want to kill a lion someday. I would kill it. One <laughs> 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 of two things is happening here. <laughs> Either he's like reiterating, like doubling down, like, Oh, I would kill it. Yeah. Or he's like using it like a pejorative sense of like, like you're killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Either way. Why do you write this into the internet for other humans to digest? I love like what I feel like is we are seeing like trolls being earnest for a second. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's weird. Like, yes, we're, we're seeing the earnest side of these people and you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so I only have one more. Yes. So, uh, next week we're going to do Esther. Yeah. So you should watch Esther. Yes. Okay. So the last one that I am going to leave you with today is my favorite, uh, comment about this story. Is it about this story? I don't know. (laughs) No, you got to remember this was before cars. (laughs) God damn it. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Imagine how different this story would be with cars. Here, okay, totally, ju- just like different take on it. What if it's an aesthetic comment on uh, the style of animation compared to the Pixar movie Cars? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this this is a pre-Cars this came universe. Cars. <laughs> Both are true. Both, Both are, are true. true. Yes. <laughs> God, these are the people who vote. <laughs> yeah. I guess we should wrap this shit up. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJVPod on both Twitter and Instagram to keep up with us. Uh, this week, we'd like you to share one of our Instagram posts to your Instagram story. Uh, thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for the use of our theme song, Kixari, off the album El Moren. This week's Resurrection Records artist is Dyslexics, The. You can find links to these songs, stickers we have for sale, all sorts of shit on our website, kingjamesvirgin.com. Until next week. The moral of the story is not that women are bad. The moral of the story is that men manipulate women, and that is bad.
by Sonic Bazaar.